Okay, welcome back. Imagine that you're a nice cube. Just a nice cube on a surface, on a table. And that the ice cube is just melting. Reducing. Losing all solidness. Just a nice ice cube getting smaller and smaller and a blob of water getting a bit larger and a flat surface until the ice cube has melted totally and you're just a blob of water And now the water starts to evaporate, just vaporizing, disappearing. Evaporating and disappearing until there's nothing left, no trace. No ice cube, no water. No trace of it at all. As though it's never been. As though you've never been. See when you open your eyes. See if nothing happens, that there's just seeing happening, but no labeling, no naming, just seeing. Nobody looking, just the activity of seeing.
Jack, because I'm just going through a really tough time <coughs> at present. I met you about two years ago, mm. and um, I, I, I don't understand what's happening. I'm just lost. Okay. Really lost. Okay. Really lost. Tell me. I'm lost in my marriage. Very much so. I'm lost being a mother. And I have two small ones. I just don't know where I am anymore. And I have thought about ending it in a physical way. But I didn't do it. Something stopped me from doing it. And something resonates that it's okay. Um, I want to get, I get pulled into life, I get pulled out again. I've been pulled out again, which is okay. <coughs> but, you know, somehow I can't seem to just get really pulled out because I have a family and I have to get into a car in the morning, drive one of the girls to school, you know. First thing I have to meet is people there, usually, you know, so. I suppose it's just whether I should continue with this or whether I should just leave it for now and just concentrate on being a mother and... <coughs> How come life is the obstacle or meeting people or being a mom is an obstacle to where this is pulling you? It's is that what you're saying? That, that yeah, it's like I just don't have any meaning anymore. Nothing has any meaning anymore. Before this, before I came to this, at least it felt like as if something had meaning. Okay? And maybe it's just that the mind has taken things from satsang and has thrown it into me thinking that it's nothing and causing suffering then because of that. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I'd imagine that must be what's happening. Okay. Because when it's seen that there's no meaning, it, there's a huge relief. Yeah, there was relief. Okay. There was relief. Okay. And then it just came back very vicious that it's like there's no meaning. Oh, for flip's sake. Well, then what the hell is it all about, you know? Okay. Then it's the personal eye grabbing the concept when it when it's like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There is meaning while the personal eye is there. There yeah. is meaning. Mm. It's like it's like you believe you've choice until you know that you don't. Yeah. You believe that you're a woman un un until you know that you're not. Mm. You know? <coughs> it's like things show themselves to be so but the key, the key to, to not getting the timing screwed up in terms of grabbing a concept before it's ready. Mm. Like when you, know, when you see something, you see it, it's like, of course it doesn't mean anything. Of course it doesn't. It's just, it's, it's whatever it is. Okay. Before, when, when, when things are seen like that, fine. It's like something is ripe, something is ready, and it makes sense, and it's organic. Then when the personal lies there and it's made turns it into an idea, it's like mind will turn a spiritual awakening into an experience. It will use any material at all. Mm. 
So we'll use that to keep it more stuck. The antidote to this is being brutally self-honest with what's going on now. Because if you're being brutally self-honest, it's like there's no meaning. It's like actually right now for me there is meaning because it does mean something if my daughter is happy today. It does mean something if I'm happy today. And if there is an eye there, everything has meaning. Everything has. So it's like something has gone out of kilter. Mm. Do you see? So at, when, when it happens like this, what has to be developed is self-honesty huge amount of self-honesty it's like right here right now what am i believing what is real what feels real okay then we honor that even though your advice ahead says uh-uh this is garbage it's like no this is presenting as real right now so this is what i'm going to work with because if you take a jump you get stuck as you've seen you, you completely get stuck it jams yeah That's where we start. Mm. Lo knowing what our concepts and knowing that, well, what's presenting as real now? What has been seen? So what has been seen by you, Martina? What, what do you absolutely know that you haven't picked up as a concept? That I haven't? Yeah. Well, I have, when I relax in my own space, and I, it's normally when I close my eyes, actually. When the eyes open, it gets a bit funny again. Okay. <laughs> But I have definitely, not I, but I dissolved. Okay. And I, there was nothing. Okay. And I'm just, there's no knowing or anything, it's just yeah. completely dissolved. Yeah. Like I have a table, it's an Alexander Technique table. Yeah. I wasn't, that, there was no sense of that table or, you know, yeah. nothing, just nothing. It's yeah. It's just like, I don't know what happened, but just nothing. Yeah. And so... I, I can actually get there relatively quickly. Really? Wow. It's just the gap stayed open. But mm. as soon as I come back out of that space and meet, say, my daughter or whatever it is, uh, then I get kicked back into whatever the other stuff is. Yeah. And then normally there's just a lot of, I suppose, the fact that the, the eye thinks that there's no meaning. Yeah. Just gets really pissed off at it all. Sure. What's the point anyway? It just sure. keeps coming up. What's the point anyway? Yeah, yeah. Which leads you to be quite an angry person if you're sure. If you just think what's the point anyway. Yeah, yeah. And um I'm I am quite angry, actually. The Martina character is very angry at the moment. She's she's angry with her five year old especially. A lot of Okay. You know, and then my husband really might well forget about it for him. He's you've been written off. He's constantly in the doghouse. Okay. <laughs> You're a joy to live with, that say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the baby's okay. The baby's actually having a good time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she can talk. She can talk. Is that it? <laughs> no, no, Interestingly enough, she cannot talk. And actually, that's where I resonate with her. Yeah. I resonate yeah. with her eyes all the time. Ah. All the time. Ah. And she just keeps coming back to me with those eyes. And ah. it's like, shit, I know. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, yeah. And then she moves on again. Yeah. But she keeps coming back with those eyes. And ah. I can't get the eyes. You know, the eyes is where it really resonates. Yes. It's like, you know what? Yeah. Yes. Whereas my daughter that's five, I think, is 
it's too strong a personality or something there, so personalities are clashing with personalities, you know. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, does the Martina woman, is she taking herself very seriously or taking life seriously or? Well, life's thrown up a load of shite, like, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to be not serious, you know, because it seems to have thrown up a lot of stuff, like, you know, stressful things, I suppose. Is there any capacity to know that that's a game? Oh, yeah, I do know it's a game, yeah. Then how come it's taken seriously? You see, because it, it all seems very serious. <laughs> it can seem serious, yeah. Okay, but at the same time, this this phase of, of where there's a, a very accessible gap, um, and then there's there's a woman who thinks she's real again, gets switched on and switched off. It's exhausting on your nervous system. Yeah, that my nerves are shot. My nerves are it's completely shot. Very expensive. That's yeah. What it feels like. That's right. Yeah. And I have. I've even gone to my GP and said, just give me the drugs. Yeah. And he's dismissed me and said, you're all right. You know. Thank heaven. Yeah. He feels I'm okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I've I've wanted actually to just drug myself this yeah. year, which has never happened to me before. Yeah. But I'd be happy just to take drugs now. Yeah. Sedate the whole thing. Just sedate. Yeah. Yeah. Pan it down. Yeah. Okay. So physiologically. Your adrenals are going to have a hard time, and your, but your nervous system is really, is really the thing because it's like, it, 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 there's this, there's this zone of total expansion and nothingness. It's like, it's like there's an expansion before you disappear. It's like really fast, but your nervous system feels it like that, mm. like there's something that's whoa, dissolving and gone. Okay. And then there's life and the nervous system contracts completely because it's, it then it completely identifies with the physical form. So it goes from being massive to being inside a physical body. Okay. And that makes the nervous system very heightened. It's like, it's like this. And so anything at all is going to trigger it. Right. Very expensively on, on, on the body. Very expensive. Right. Now, they, they call it embodiment, that that's kind of the embodiment. You've seen what it is, but your body is not able to hold it. It's just not able to hold it. It can't sustain. It can't sustain the, the I don't know, the way your energy field is when, 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 it, when, when there's just nothing, when there's the truth. Right? So now, for your energy system to, for some people it's about grounding. Grounding really helps. But it's not so much like that for you. It's like... It feels, mm, when, whatever is there for the Martina character to clear, you're going to have to clear it. You're just going to have to clear it. And, and if you try to throw it all out together, you're going to get nowhere. And it's almost like, a pushing away or a denial of the whole lot because something in you has the full picture. 
Now, to make the leap for your body, for the full picture, to the, to the, when Martina's turned on again, it's too much. Physiology doesn't work. Your body has to play catch-up. Now, if your body has to catch up to where it's actually thrown off the, the things that keep Martina alive, the things that trigger the contraction for your nervous system and the heightening of your nervous system, thinking, Shh, sugar, which, which program are we on now? Which program are we on now? It's not able to sustain both, you see? So now your body is going to have to throw off the, literally the energy of, of identification, literally. So there's a bit of work to do. For some people this happens automatically, for some people it's like three or four days of just shaking, shaking, shaking. I know Muji talked about it, he said there was three days of shaking and he said my ego was just literally broken in pieces and it was, my body was shaking it off. Day and night he couldn't stop shaking, couldn't feed himself, couldn't do anything. But his sister was minding him and stuff, you know? Um, and in some of us, we're just shoveling shite for years, you know? Like, <laughs> wherever the contraction is. But for you, if you, if you try and bucket it all together, because that's what you're trying to do at the minute, it's like, vump! It's almost like just throw it all out of the way because, because something knows something else. So the whole lot must be pointless. It's like, hold on a minute, we're going to have to take this layer by layer. You will go much faster by going what appears like going slower. You'll go much faster by, by actually, okay, layer by layer, what's playing here? What's playing here? What's playing here? What's the desire here? Go for a couple of things. Desire is it's always a winner. You know, what's the desire here? What's, what's the feeling that I'm limited? What is this? Why do I think I'm limited, for example, in this marriage? Why am I limited in this marriage? But sure, this is, it's only the idea that there's something better. But something better that, that I know is not phenomenally something better. Life can play exactly as it does. It doesn't matter if you're a bag lady under the bridge. It doesn't matter. Phenomenally, there's life, a life to be lived. Let it be lived. But when mind grabs a concept from outside of all of it, in here, man, we've got a spanner in the machine, you know? So when Martina's playing, <coughs> this is when we work. <coughs> when, when you're being mirrored, what you really are is being mirrored through your, your baby daughter. Gosh, not a problem, of course. But there is something to be done the other times because physiologically you've got a bit of catch-up to do. Something is being held in the body. The thoughts, the belief system are being held at a cellular level. For some it's in the energy field only, for some it's in the body. And the nervous system is, is what goes when it's in the body. So your body has to play catch-up. So it means expressing the rage. It means, it means just digging through it. But it will move very quickly if you're completely honest with yourself. So I have no concepts now, right, what's playing right now? This is what needs to be expressed, right. And you let it go, you let it out, you let it out, let it out. Go through layer by layer by layer by layer. The detail is the key. The detail with which you, you watch to see what... Your body is trying to throw it all off. Your mind knows what's going on, your mind wants to throw it all off together. But it can't, because your body is going to go into shock. And you've got kids to rear. It, it, it's, it's just not going to do that. Your maternal instinct isn't going to let you collapse and melt. It's not. It's not. There's a few women that that happened to, but it would have happened already if it was you. And, you know, one I know ended up in a psychiatric hospital because, like, her family just said, my God, she's, she's cracking because she's not able to mind her kid, but actually she just needed to be held for a few days. Do you know? Well, I thought of heading there many days. Now. Yeah. I thought of it. Yeah. I just thought the medical world wouldn't have a clue what's going on. No, they wouldn't, wouldn't have a clue. It wouldn't be any benefit to me anyway. So yeah. 
and in fairness to my GP, he steered me away as well. Yeah. So, uh, Fair <laughs> juice. I've, I've thought about going there a lot. Yeah. I just thought if I got to go to somewhere where... So, where you could fall apart. Where I could just fall apart. Yeah. yeah it would be great, really. Yeah, know. it would. But maybe even here has been useful, because at least there's not the same level of intensity. Yes. You know, I, I can seem to calm it down again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think there's just that innate thing that I suppose potentially where I'm at is I have to bring up those two girls and... Yes. You know, even if I throw the marriage away, which probably doesn't need to happen, the two girls still have to be looked after, you know. Yeah. So sure. I can't just No, you can't just I can't just throw it away. No. Yeah. Your basic instinct, the pure human instinct won't let you. Mm -hmm. You know. Sometimes women get yanked out of it, but it's rare. You know? It's rare. Let's be devil's advocate. Could you let somebody else wear your two girls? I think likely. It's not a no. Mm. I've thought of it. I mean, I know my husband can do it. I have, I have actually said to him, I may not return from Dorset. I may not return yeah. from Dorset. And uh, it hasn't actually scared me to say that at yes. all. <clears throat> yes. I just said, look, I may not return from Dorset. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm not going to let the mind sure. determine that. Sure. Know, the mind will only throw me off again, you know. Yes. I just need to stay with yeah. whatever's happening. Yes. Yes. You don't have to rear your girls. You don't have to. Give yourself that option, you know, mm. and to know that, you know, I don't have to do this. Yeah, just there's an easing now. Okay. Just yeah, just giving yourself permission to like. Let's let's check in on it a few times though, huh? Strangely, a lot of what the lady was saying uh, mirrors for me um, that I didn't know. You see, I don't know certain subtle, I just hear certain things that there's nothing, there's nobody, but there's a hell of a lot of stuff going on for nobody, like what she said there. <laughs> and what you said moves, I was like, really? Oh, okay, that's... Because, yeah, there was a, there was a lot... It was a long time I was just longing to just find a place where I could just collapse mm. 
but it wasn't possible. I knew it wouldn't be supported. And um, I've got a little one as well. And and somewhere along the, I mean, there's there's always been a subtle knowing that it'll just take care of itself in its own time, and it mm. isn't going to be a bang wallop. Mm. Um, and yeah, I find myself what the greatest thing is just to stand in front of the mirror and shake, and especially the last couple of weeks, this has been uncontrollable. Just every every moment I get, I just have to stand, and generally I do it in the mirror because I can see what's coming up. Mm. I can look at it, mm. so it can't hide. It mm. Just, mm. Mm. It just, just the body just does whatever it wants. It's yeah. just, it's wonderful to allow it. Yes. Whereas I kept no, no, can't, 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 yes. can't. I don't know what's going to come, and it's yes. um, uh, strangely enough, yesterday was rage, and I yes. hadn't seen that rage yes. before. Um, <coughs> but it is the nervous system. My 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 kid, uh, it was adrenals and, and glands have been swollen for a long time. Yeah, I used to go to the doctors and say, just you know, like yeah. My thyroids were out of whack and all of that. Yes. I knew. Yes. Because something said, you don't need to go here anymore. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. And <coughs> it's like you say, it's like too, it would be too much at once. And that's yeah. what I see now in retrospect from, you know, a few years back. Yeah. If the bo the body could nowhere near handle yes. what, what what was going on there, yes. Uh, and only just through a lot, I would say a lot of work, what seemed yeah. to be a lot of work. Mm. And if anybody's, you know, I had trouble with people who said, "Oh, there's nobody doing." It's like, Why are you joking? That is work to be done. Yes, that's real work. Yes. And in fact, you have to go in the face of a lot of things. Because uh, nobody else, there isn't somebody there with you going, no, no, this is... Yeah. It's like that for most. Yeah. There is a road to be walked, you know. You see, waking up is, is part of the movie. It's not outside of the movie. Yeah. Waking up, this enlightenment crack is part of the dream. It's part of the yeah. garbage. It's, so everything we can say about it is part of the garbage too. It's, it's just another friggin' concept waking up. Even, what about the energy in the body and the, 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 the so-called yeah. chakras that seem yeah. open and love that does seem to be yeah. located in the sure. heart? Sure, sure. All of it has its place, all mm. of it. But, you know, this contemporary advisor seems to just grab concepts to deny. Oh, yes. So it's like, the movie is using Advaita to, to tighten itself again. Oh, yeah, oh you've nothing to do. There's mm. nothing to do. There's nobody yeah, doing yeah. anything. It's like contraction. Mm. I is solid for another bit because we're now are the I who's not doing. Yes. Do you see? Another yeah, trick. Yeah, yeah. Another trick to keep it locked, you know? But, but life has a movement of its own and it has to. It does. It just gets so unbearable. It's going it, to make it unbearable. It so has to move. You have to burst That's at some point. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what, I did the non-duality for about a year or so, and then I just left and never went, mm. and it just sped up. Mm. Just came again. Like, yes. Wow, oh, what were they doing? Yes. Yes. There. yes. Yes. Hearing something I knew to be true. Yes. 
I knew because I'd, I'd seen that. I knew he was talking the truth. They yes. were talking the truth. But yeah, it was like, I know it's true and I know it doesn't matter, but I had to deny something in order to sit there. Yes. Um, and, uh, and, and luckily it's, it's, yes. it's so much more welcome. And it's, it's so rare when somebody pops on just hearing the truth. It's so rare, you know. And Most people have to just shovel stuff yeah. on your merry way you know <laughs> that's how it is for most you know yeah it's like um i said in the beginning what used to there was so much science because of where i was mm. it was himalayas and what have you mm. and the, it was like a veil it just kept mm. but the body went yeah just no it just couldn't yeah i literally could see a veil coming up yeah just couldn't, uh, so I had to, what I knew to do was I had to come back here. Come back. To face Absolutely. all of the fears and all Absolutely. of the things. And let every experience that needs to be happened, let it be had, you know. Yeah. Honouring it all, just honouring every That's level it. of it, you know. Mm. Yeah, there's no hiding in this game. Mm. Or if, mm. there is, if there is, you smell it, you know. Yeah, do. If there's yeah. a satsang speaker who's hiding, you'd smell it, mm. you know. Because mm -hmm. there's plenty who talk about whatever, this, this stuff, but yeah. are completely in denial of a whole load of crap that's not sorted. Like, plenty of that out there. You know, use whatever you can. Take whatever you can from anybody and keep going on your own, you know. In, in a way, it's true as a description, for sure. But what I always hear, hear is, it's... it's just this, and you think, yeah, it is just this, but it's so much more than what just this was as a self, you know, as a, just this is, you're joking me, just not a, a small thing, not something less than that you, you had before, it's, it's more, it's more. Okay, but that's the perspective you're running at the moment. Mm. You've just gone into that but expansiveness that we were talking about this morning. But it's huge, no? I mean... Yes, it's huge. I couldn't stand in a room. I had to... It's like... God, I don't know what's going on, but it's massive. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a phase. It was. Because yeah. I couldn't be sustained. No, it can't be sustained. It's just the interconnectedness of everything. And the unlimited is like... The unlimited is being shown to you. That too will pass. Yeah. It gets very, very simple. But... Well, on the straight, on, on the on the same in the same breath, uh -huh. it was that. Yet, and I've heard people say this before, incredibly, it's like disappointing, and that was part of like, no, it can't be just this because everyone's looking for something that's special. This isn't. Do you know? There's also mm. the non-specialness yes, yes, about yes, it. Of course, of course. They're looking, but then once as a, a dense eye returned, it was like. God, just give me that back for anything, you know. Yeah. 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 Hmm. These are the games that get played. I, th I think the, the latest thing that I kind of resonate with was unless love is seen, like the, the love, the heart, some people say that the heart opens, uh, then some form of seeking game will go on because it w there will not be that satisfaction of, of fulfillment you could say of love and and i from what i'm experiencing is 
the body has to be capable of receiving that or holding that or, or whatever, expressing it. That'll be dropped too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> questions about energy flowing in the body yeah. or more accurately not flowing okay so I feel that the energy is not flowing really correctly <coughs> in my body basically and it's kind of blocked I don't know it's blocked but it's just not flowing okay as much as it should do okay and that's kind of leading to health issues ah so ah. Um, I was just wondering what you could say about that yeah um, have you tried like acupuncture or something that's specifically about moving energy? Have you gone for anything? I've gone, I go to a healer, but he hasn't, he's good, but he hasn't fixed it. Okay. So, I mean, would you, acupuncture, would you recommend that or? Yeah, if it's energy, that's the science of moving energy. Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah, I would. But, but, but what, what triggered it? What started it, John? I don't know. It's, it's very, it's very slight. It, it's just been getting more and more noticeable over several years. Okay. So it's kind of very slight, but I just, I, before anything physical, I knew that this was kind of progressing. Yes. Um, and it's just slowly got more and more noticeable over maybe five years. Okay. So I, don't, I have no idea what triggered it. Yeah. It, was, it started extremely slightly, it just slowly got a bit stronger. Yeah. Over the, that, that time period. Yeah. Do you feel it's related at all to to what's going on on your on your spiritual path? Does it feel it's very physiological based, or is it mirroring something that's uh, going on in your own path? Or? No, uh, it, to me it's just it's very physical. It's very physical. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, and I tried some meditating and stuff to try and yeah. correct it or get rid of it or whatever. And a lot of the time, I just don't pay any attention to it. Yeah. But anyway, it, it has slowly progressed. It's yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely, um, acupuncture. Okay. Yeah, to open meridians, yeah. If you would honed down to being physio physiological, right. then it's meridians, they're the pathways for the energy to flow, you know? Okay, it's, I mean, when I first noticed it, it was almost like parts of your body were no longer me. Parts of your body? But the sort of parts of my body were no longer fully me. So I said, that's a bit of my body there, but really, ah. the ownership of me has gone from that part of my body. Ah. So, uh, that's, that was kind of early on. Yeah. But I, so I feel the energy, maybe the meanness of the body is not getting to yeah. those uh, areas. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Funny way to interpret it, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I, okay, 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 it's, okay. It feels like what's happening is that there's um, what can be called past lives or what can be called whatever, just memories downloaded that are just literally thoughts out there but have a different story. And the only way the mind can work it out is because you, you imagine it's a past life or it happened to somebody else or, you know, all right? Okay. But, I mean, you see... Time and space and identity and all that, they're much looser than what we like to think because we want to be able to control it and understand it and have our position and all this contraction, you see? 
and there's actually just it's like it's like if you turned on that radio and turned a dial you might pick 15 stations up between one side to the end of the bandwidth right and it's like all of that actually potentially is out there all the time it's just a matter of tuning into it and very often we tune into different images or experiences <coughs> because consciousness ha would have experiences in any which way but we in our pea brains, because we're so underdeveloped as a race, I mean, we're really, we're, we've only just taken our feckin' hands off the floor, like, really we have, you know? We're so underdeveloped that, that we imagine, if it didn't happen to me in my lifetime, oh, then, then past life stuff, well, that's, that's a religious belief, and I might or might not go there. And, and it's like, oh my God, there are so many ways so many ways of downloading stuff we kind of said well nighttime dreams okay and then we dismiss them or we might analyze them but that's new age and that's flaky and it's like we're only barely scratching the surface of what's actually possible for the brain to download in terms of experiences which can be had in all different realms in all different ways there's infinite possibilities for an experience to be had by consciousness that is registered through the, through the human mind because that's, that's consciousness registering itself. All right? So, now in that context of which reincarnation is just one comfortable house which got hijacked by religions, you know? That's just one com but, but in that capacity, when you were talking, immediately there's like, th there's images of, of, uh, of the body being cut, of different things being, being chopped up. Of, of operations, of surgery, of meridians being cut specifically, of... There's just a whole, a shitload of stuff there, John, that, that your body is, is just throwing up. It's just throwing up experiences of something that, that haven't happened to that physical body that I'm looking at, right. but that they're registered somewhere. You're downloading okay. something, or you came in with a... I don't know what There's happened five years fear. ago. I do have a very strong fear of any kind of surgery or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all. It's it's there. You've, there's loads of it. Like there's loads of, of of that registered in your in your form. It's as though the experience is yours. You know, but but I wouldn't limit it to past life. I, that's just that's just a tiny way to interpret it. It's so broad. Think of yourself like a radio receiver. Do you know? Right. So okay, great that you've got some connection with 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 the fear of surgery because the, that's where it's come from. Because your body is playing as if, your meridians, it's like your energy field is playing as if there was amputation and surgery and a limb cut off. And, and it's, it's more like meridians cut or being slashed. It's, it's more about yeah, being right. slashed. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's, that's, that's what you're showing me, you know? Right. It's, when I look at your meridians and I look at your energy field, it's slashing. You've been slashed. Yeah. You know? And so, what would you do about it? Or what would one do about it? Yeah, because the body needs to, the body needs to know that the physical body has its own meridians. And that, that energy body is just, is just consciousness having experiences of being slashed. But the two are confused now. Because we, we're in a culture of where what I'm talking about is fucking nuts. Do you know? So, so there's no place for this. So then it doesn't happen. You know, it's denied. <laughs> so, so... So what acupuncture would do, or something that physically works with the body, to, to, so that the body can recognize, okay, these are meridians and they do work. Okay, so we get a difference between your physical body and the energy body which holds these experiences. You're having experiences energetically and the, the two are merged because you've no system to, 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 to look at the different compartments.
So, so we isolate the physical body and we get the physical body to recognize its own limbs, its own organs, its own meridians. And when that is defined, and it's like, okay, that's the physical body. Now, the healer can work with the energy body, but the thing is, the healer doesn't see that your energy body has a completely different biography to your physical body. Okay. And you're running two programs, and the two of them are merged. So if the healer is trying to work on your... The healer is just has the two mixed up, can't see that they're completely two different stories. You're just downloading... You're, you're, you, you, have, you have the energy field story, and your body's trying to interpret it. Your body's trying to take it in to get it addressed there. You see? So you build the physical body so that that's robust. And so then the ideas move to the outside. They might come in dreams. They might come... It could get processed another way. It can't be processed through the physical body. It can't because your body's just getting sick. It's like it's making the experience of that slashing bigger in your physical body in order to bring it up. Bring it up, let it manifest fully and thump. Then it's thrown off. Making sense? Uh, um, <laughs> <yeah>. Barely. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously the, the idea of going to acupuncture, that's uh, straightforward. Yeah. Um, but the, the other part about the physical body and the energy body being uh, merged yeah. or being confused, really, is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, it's that you're... you're I mean, there is, there's, I mean, when I look at my energy body, certainly I see that as my physical body, my energy body is being very similar or... Okay. Or, so... They are right now, because, because one is interpreting the story of another. Your energy body is processing these experiences. And an energy body can process something. The mind can process something. The subconscious can process something. The physical body can process something. And you have to go through body work like this gentleman and, and this ball of stuff in his belly. Only through his body is it going to come out. Because that's the only place that... It, that it's known. We're complex enough beings, do you see? But, but we, we've only just kind of discovered chakras. I mean, nobody in the West knew what a chakra was through the century, do you know? Like, or, well, whatever, last, within 100 years or 50 years probably or something. Do you see? We really are at the beginning of it. So the energy body works in a very different way to the physical body. It's got a different raison d'etre, different purpose, different everything. Do you see? Your chakra system has a whole different package. Everything has its own um, work plan in order to make experiencing work. Like consciousness is fantastic with the detail that it has created in order to make these multiple layers of experiences happen within one form. So at the moment, there's no differentiation between what's being downloaded in your energy field and experience in your energy field. It's like you, you don't know what to do with it. So your body is taking it in. And, and experiencing it in order to bring it in, well, maybe that'll bring it to its full experience. Maybe it'll be felt in that way. It's just, something's just trying to be experienced. Because that's all anything is. It's just an experience trying to be had. Consciousness trying to experience itself. Do you see? So this experience doesn't belong in your physical body. This experience of slashing and stuff is being interpreted by your physical body. You're going through the physical body trying to sort it. And so, of course, the physical body is trying to show the symptoms of it, to move it. But it's in the wrong place. It's, it's, an, it's an energy body issue. An energy body is, is feeling it. So then, okay, so for the, for the purpose of the physical body, the, the idea is I should go to uh, acupuncture and that would help the meridians. Yeah, and, and unite your physical body. It's like going to the acupuncturist saying, all right, I need to reconnect my body as a whole unit. I want my energy flow in my physical body working as one unit. It's just 
fragmented here and there. Work with the physical body, please. Right? And then, so, then what about the energy body? Because, I mean, obviously, if there's all, as you say, yeah. I mean, how, that's not very nice either. Yeah, if, <laughs> if, if, how do you kind of... If the healer is able to, if, if the healer will, that you go to can understand what I'm saying, they should be able to work with the energy body only. Okay. They should be able to work with that only and move that stuff. Other than that, your energy body will use nighttime, nighttime dreams so easily to process stuff. An awful lot of what, the garbage that goes on in dreams is because the energy body isn't clean and it's just picked up all this shite during the day. Do you know? You know? Um, you know, you know, this is kind of a, an example that might or might not work. You go into a bar and it's like, ugh, it just feels seedy or dirty or something. And you're like, God, I don't like it here. If they open the window or something, or it just feels moldy, you know? And if you go into that, you can sense it sometimes in your energy field or sometimes you go, my God, I actually feel sick in here. Now, that's when something in the energy field is penetrated into the body. When you're like, God, this I feel sick. All right. But there might be no nausea at all. Might be just, you know, yes, I want to get out of here. Okay, that's, that's, now your mind is able to read both. The mind can read, sense, it senses the energy field, senses what's going on. But sometimes the mind misses it and whoa, it'll only go through the body. But you're an intellectual sort of chap. So your body, your physical body would be the last resort for your energy field. It will use your mind. But if your mind isn't picking it up, because this stuff isn't anywhere, then of course it's going to use your physical body to get your attention, you know. Right. But your mind will process it, you know. Even going to sleep at night, it's like, okay, energy body, come on, work it out in dreams, work it out in dreams, you know, you've access, you know. Even that alone, it's, it's like just, it liaises the, the processing aspect of our psychology with your energy field, which just needs experiences to be had. <coughs> I know it's a bit nutty, but these are the things that happen. No, no, it's, 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 not, it's not. It's just uh, trying to relate to how to proceed from, from yeah. what you said. Yeah. It's sort of, it is a bit left field, I suppose. Oh, it's very left, I know, I know. But <laughs> in 500 years, it'll be mainstream. Yeah, and you know, that's like for when people pick up stuff, they're like, you know, people saying, God, since I'm doing this non-duality stuff, I'm like so sensitive to everything. It's like, just have a shower. Dead simple. Just have a shower. Basic hygiene for the energy field. And that's generally what I've been saying to people. But yours, you have a capacity for something else. Do you know? It's just, it's, your experience, you know, consciousness is having an experience through that John character, through his energy field, as well as through his physical life. So whatever experiences need to have, need to be had, which is in the body-mind destiny. I mean, there is a destiny of stuff that needs to happen. There is, like, that's the trajectory of where it's going. That's what consciousness is at through that form. With or without identification, destiny is going to continue. Experience is going to be had. But you have a capacity for them to be had on an energetic level, which you don't know how to work with yet. You see? Mm. And it'll die down, and it'll come back again, and it'll die down, and it'll... But know what it's about, you know? So you separate the two and 
have the energy body working with have it use your mind and see what happens and and as 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 the acupuncture as it, as you get used to acupuncture like half a dozen four or six sessions after that a division will come or of a division will come and it will be then it'll be interesting to see what your dreams are like or what goes on or if even if you don't even know what your dreams are like but you wake up in the morning shattered it's like okay all right something's happening something's happening so don't be alarmed by that you know because that's that's where the other set of experiences are happening you know that's how I would expect it to move, okay. you know, and it would move from that again, of course, you know, but it's just at the minute, it's like, hold on, your physical body isn't supposed to be reading this, it can't read this. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, sure. You see, already your mind is interpreting that, that there's a fear of being, of surgery. That's, you know, that's. Yeah, I always attributed that to, I broke my arm when I was a kid, and apparently this is where I attributed it, maybe wrongly, I don't yeah. know, but uh, I had to have surgery a couple of times because of that. Yeah. Um, it might have brought it to the fore, but, but it's, it's bigger. Oh, without a doubt, it's I mean, much I feel, more than that. For instance, I feel that there's a kind of a slashing thing here. Yes, there is. Ex no. Okay, so. ah, you're much more attuned to this than what you're letting on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is, yeah. So, yeah. And it's kind of going all the way down. Yeah. It's like your energy field is seared. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right, yeah. And is there not in some way of kind of getting, fixing that, a sort of. Are you saying it has, to, it has to come through experience? I'd let the experience be had. I'd let the experience be had, like let, let mind come up with a story, because that's what mind will do. It will attribute a story in order to give it space. So let mind come up with a story and then drop it. Don't dismiss the story, let mind formulate a story, you know? Um, and, and then, okay, that's fine, that's the story, that's mind's part of, of allowing, allowing manifestation to label it at its densest form, all right? Then when the story is done, okay. You'll be able to fix it by putting your hand down through it, from the inside, literally. If there's a division between your body and your energetic, your physical body and your energetic body, you'll literally be able to do it with your hand. Your physical hand? Yeah, your physical hand, yeah, literally, just... And so that's what a healer is doing when he's doing this kind of stuff, <coughs> Yeah. fixing that with his physical hand. Yeah, because of the energy that's coming through, no? It's because of, like, but yeah. Depends on what they're aligned to or tuned to, or some bring in different, different lines of different energy or different healing capacities. Different, do you know? But essentially, it's touch. Essentially, it's intention and touch. That's the core of it. The core of what? Healing, of energy healing. Intention. And where they're directed, you know. They could literally pull the scar tissue out of your out of your energy field, like piece of piece of cake. But uh, but you're saying that I could do that myself. Yeah. If I if, yeah. if I've gone through the experiences. Yeah, absolutely. If you've allowed it, have a difference between the two bodies and allow it, allow it. Allow the experience. Yeah, it's like okay, what what is this about? Come on, scar, come on, tell me what are you what are you about here? Give me a picture. And let it come through. Let it just let it just become a story. 
not to hang out in the story, but to allow it to become a story, because that's the physical manifestation. That's how it works here. Stories get created. Let it become a story. And then it's, it, then it's had its fullness. Simple as that. Let the story be honoured, you know. It's like acknowledging it, you know. And then it's got no purpose. Then it'll just, you'll be able to heal it, you know. Okay. Yeah. Healing from the inside out is dead. It's beautiful, like, it's dead easy, you know. But if you can, if you can see it, you can probably feel it. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you run along the line, you know. It comes down about like this. Okay. Okay. So you run along the line on the inside, and you just kind of soothe that over, like as if you're, I know, you know, from the inside. What, what would you be doing? Plastering, like putting skimming a wall, you know, like plastering over something, you know, with your t trowel, you know, <laughs> you know, and go to the next layer of where you feel the the scar again, you know, and work your way down, and go out again and work your way down. That simple as. But there's a few phases. That's the final one. Okay. Yeah, but easy peasy, you know. You can do this easily enough. Get your physical body though sorted first, so that that's robust. Because otherwise, your physical body is going to be too porous and keep picking up stuff. Get your physical body connected, and absolutely, you'll know, you'll feel it, you know, the difference between the physical and the energy, and then you can work on it. about that kind of thing is there any value to doing um because i haven't done it very much but i, I used to do it for a little bit um self-reiki it was weird because when i did it i just used to burp loads <laughs> oh yeah burping. Mm. yeah that's a releasing here so is that like a positive sign isn't it? we're into positive and negative are we still hanging on to that from this morning yeah <laughs> we're all after something positive aren't we are we or are you? I guess I am. <laughs> Can't speak for other people. No. Um, are, you, are you trying to? I'm gonna. I'm gonna just go a little bit deeper now and come back again to what we're talking about. What is it about doing the right thing? The right thing. Yeah, or doing something positive. Or what's um, that now? Let's go into the deeper bit here. Well. I suppose ultimately, um, ultimately, I suppose I just want to be, um, be, be in tune with with life, and I suppose move move through life easily. And uh, but it, um, I think we accumulate things which we don't want to have in ourselves. Well, that that's we to again. Be blocks. <laughs> all right, I accumulate. <laughs> okay. All right, I accumulate things. In or have done. That seem to be blocks to being able to achieve that. Yeah. And it's for me. I suppose it's um, if you're dealing. 
with the ultimate non-duality things, you know, then I, I guess it doesn't really mean anything, but sure. dealing with things on a practical level, yeah. it's the question of trying to release things and, uh, as you would put it up, um, to contract less and be more expensive. So I guess that's where I'm partly looking at things from. So, you know, the, that you'd like to be able to move with ease through life, you know? You, you yeah, said that just there. want to be, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you know, you, to zone yourself, you have in prison. Yeah. You know? But yeah. a huge amount of it is the idea of right and wrong or good and bad. It's very strong in your system. It comes right. in in most subtle ways. That's what has you in <coughs> prison more than anything else. As if you could get it wrong. Yeah, well, it might have something to do with how I was brought up, brought up as a Jehovah's Witness, um, which is very much to do with right and wrong, and you know, um, yeah, have to have those things instilled in you from a young yeah. age. You got to start watching that one because the right and wrong framework—it's like it's—it's all—it's it, not hardwired, but you're talking as if it is. Nothing is hardwired, do you know, but 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 it just. It comes so quickly for you. Like, is that the right thing? Or it, it just comes so quickly. It's like you get your direction from the sense of what is right. But there is no right and wrong. Really, there isn't. And that's what has you contracted more than anything else in the world. So how do, you, how, how do I deal with that, would you think? If you could spot it. If you could start trying to spot when there's right and wrong when there's that self-judgment or that sense of that's right, that's wrong, that's well done, that's not well done. You probably do it when you see somebody parking a car and they're like a little bit taken up with the next space. I'd say you'd even kind of say, hmm, it shouldn't happen or something. Do you know? It feels like it's very automatic to, to put the right and wrong f framework or judgment on what you see. It feels very strong. Yeah, I, I think it's more reflected in in myself than other people. Okay. I'm more, you turn I'm it thinking into I'm more harsh mm. on things I might do right or wrong than what other people might do right or wrong. Okay. Um, okay. Then if I, I yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. So if we follow that, then what's the punishment for doing something wrong? Really know. Um, I, I suppose um, it means I'm not not good. Uh, Do you believe you can be not good? I, I I don't really know, Jack. I'm never really. It's not something I'd quite come to realise before. I don't think. Yeah, let's go we'll, there. We'll look at the thought. Yeah, let's go there. Um, I mean, I've um, been seeing, uh, you, you probably haven't heard of him, it's a Nate practitioner, it's to do with um, allergy elimination treatment, it's an energetic thing, and allergy for foods. But then I, I went, because um, my wife's been going there, I see this lady for over a year, once a month, and I really wanted to deal with more emotional things, yeah. you know. And, um, but you know, she's been getting me to go through these food groups. But um, one thing 
she does um, is um, sort of test you for, for people like um, because my wife tests um, very um, very weak towards me you know I have a, my energy seems to have a very bad influence on her but I don't test that she doesn't have the same effect on me yeah even though she's arguing with me a lot and sure. you know the same with well, a stroppy teenage daughter yeah. and um, both myself and my wife have had a negative um, influence on her when she feels, but she doesn't have a negative influence on mine when she was tested anyway. So okay. I'm kind of guessing it seems to be that it's more internally directed toward myself. Right. I right. can be more forgiving of other people. Okay. But um, there's something about myself that I'm down on in yeah. some way that I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or can get to grips with. Yes, yes. If you weren't keeping yourself in check, because it's like the good bad is your way of making sure you, you know, you're a good person or that you walk a particular yeah, path. Well, I would like to be a good person, I'm, you know, <coughs> really. Um, yeah. Do you think that would happen automatically? Would it be innate within you, or do you have to have the right and wrong um, to keep you in check? I think it would probably be innate, more or less. I would have thought so. I can't. But more or less might be something you wouldn't trust. More or less. Um, you see, yeah, the good and I bad is not a more or less. It's very. Yeah, I, I don't like the idea of causing suffering to others. You know, mm. um, I'm a window cleaner, and when I'm at work, I don't like squashing spiders. I mean, I did squash them in the way, but I try not to. Squashing what? Spiders. Spiders. If I kill one, I'll say, oh, sorry, you know, and I'll just carry on putting it in the window. But, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't like to cause the, the idea of me causing suffering sure. to, to anything, really. Sure. My wife would have a different take on that if you spoke to her. Sure, <laughs> um, sure. Um, so, I, I, I guess that's possibly where I'm coming from with that. Um, So you you're saying it's just noticing if um if you could trust the natural your innate movement towards something because it's like you've got these systems to keep yourself in check you know you don't like to cause suffering or you want to be a good person yeah. there's a strong sense of right and wrong it's like yeah. these are the things that are that are making your flow in life interrupted it's like these rules are jerky because there's a natural order towards goodness. Mm. And it's, yeah. like, it's like your mind is coming in just double checking it. Mm. And what I'm saying mm. is like, how about if you were to just get rid of all the rules? Okay, you can't tell your wife this bit. Get rid of all the rules and flow with what, what, just what happens. What seems to be right at any moment from your gut, from without even thinking about it. From any place except the right and wrong categories in your head. If you were to free flow, if you were to be fluid, if I said to you, be fluid like water. Hmm. It's a nice idea, it's just whether I'm able to 
let go to that extent. I, you know, I can sit here and say, oh yeah, that's what I need to do, but whether I can actually just let go and do that, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's what we're talking about. That's where your eye is strongest. <coughs> right, okay. That's where your eye is strongest. So what I'm inviting you to do yeah, is, right, yeah. is let something else move, move your day, move through you, without these eye rules. That's the drop, that's the eye. So my, my strongest sense of eye is tied up with my sense of right or wrong? Yes. Yes. Mm. Well, it's, it's funny because I always like to try and do the right thing. Of course you do. <laughs> That's where your eye is. Yeah. That's where it rises up. I'm always trying to do yeah. the right thing. That's so you'd think that's a good talking. thing, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think it's a good thing? Yeah. The eye will convince you. It will convince you it's needed. So that's not such a good thing, really. No, it's just a nice story to keep itself alive. It's like this lady. The eye is needed to avoid poverty in her old age. Yeah. No, it's not. And your eye is not needed to keep you from being bad. Yeah. It's not needed at all. But this is the story it has created in order to lock in its own survival. Yeah. Yeah, well, that gives me something to <laughs> wonder about. Practice being fluid like water. Being fluid. So water's flowing down a stream. And there's a stone in the middle of a stream, as there invariably is stones everywhere. And it's either going to go over it or go around it or whatever. But it doesn't know, it doesn't say, okay, which is the right way to go here? Which is the best way to go here that I don't cause any suffering? It's just going to be carried to the other side of the stone anyway. It's a bit like that. There's a free flow that's happening, but, but the eye has grabbed it and it's imagining that, I oh, know I'll steer this way and I'll steer this way, and it's like, all of this right and wrong is the problem. Well, it sounds silly, but it still feels wrong to squash spiders when I'm cleaning windows, though. Sure. <laughs> that sure. That's it. And I bet you, I bet you, your own natural, free-flowing, being-like-water self will flick spiders out of the way and not squash them. Bet you. Uh, yeah, it, I think it's just innate in my nature to yeah. try and avoid squashing them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but not because it's wrong. <laughs> not because it's wrong. We just naturally do that. Well, yeah, I kind of try to have a um, view it as, uh, as respect for life, say have life, although they're seemingly insignificant things. Is, um, Can you do it without a rule? <laughs> Can it happen without a rule? What, me not squashing a spider? Yeah, you're not squashing um, a spider. <laughs> yeah, that, that might not be the best example, I suppose. No, I think it's a great though. example. Mm. Well, I don't know what my motivation for not squashing them is, really. But it's just the natural flow of things. Yeah. Mm. Because the motivation is tied up with the right and wrong. There's no motivation for Jack to be here this weekend. An invitation came and a yes came. And it was like a year and a half ago or something. When we booked this. Well, definitely it was last year because it was... Yeah, mm. Definitely it was over a year ago. And it was like, there was, there's no motivation to be here at all. There's no reason, there's no purpose. But you know what? It's still happening. And care is still taken to be here and focused and to honour this work, which isn't needed. Like, 
beauty of life, you know, it's the beauty of it. Without any motivation, without nothing to begin with, nothing. It just, it just comes with, I don't know, honour and respect for itself. Yeah, I mean, I can sort of see see what you're saying. I'm just not convinced how good I'll be at working through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's nice to have it pointed out. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, I'd have gone. You know, I'd have been oblivious. Yeah. To it largely. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a place to start, isn't it? It's a good place so, to start. It's a yeah. good place to start. And you know, you might spot one thing tomorrow, you might spot nothing till Wednesday. It's just like, oh, hold on, be fluid like water. No right and wrong here, okay. Let's see how I do my shopping without right and wrong. Let's see. Do you know? Just simple, simple little things. Okay, today, there's a huge window. Okay, without any right and wrong, let's see what I do with the spiders. Let's see. And play with it like this, just introducing spaces of where no right and wrong here. Let's just let's just step the eye out of the way and let the body move. That's your spiritual practice. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> hmm. But you could tell that about me when you spoke to me earlier. Mm. I've been after it since you, you first opened your mouth. Well, why didn't you just tell me earlier? I thought I was telling you. Okay, look, they all heard it. They all heard it. It's always like this, you see. The eye is like, don't kill me, don't kill me, don't kill me, don't kill me. I'll lock this out, I'll resist this, I've got a pain, I don't want to be here, I should go home, it's a waste of money. I mean, you know, it's just the eye trying to spy itself. That's what it does, yeah, yeah. And then eventually it's like it loses, you know, it just gets penetrated. So. We having a cup of tea? Very good. Yeah. You're just done playing musical chairs over there, aren't you? It's like, after every break, after, oh, where are they now? <laughs> okay, the last hurrah of today. What needs to be lived in today, huh? Yes, please, yes. Um, so this is a bit connected with what I was talking about earlier, and... Um, it's something I, I, I struggle with, really. I don't know how to kind of deal with what feels like um, a need to kind of share my life with somebody in particular, like have a partner, and yet I can't... Love or partner. Yeah, and yet okay. I can't seem to kind of make it work. Um, that's probably a common experience. Um, and, you know, what what is that about for me? Somehow needing to have somebody acknowledge me or like I'm not okay as I am on my own or something like that. Um, and it would be great for that need not to be there and yet it, 
it is there to some extent. Uh, so I kind of, I tried being with somebody for five years that um, tried really, really hard. Um, very, very nice person, but we had nothing in common. And it was very difficult for me, with, like the things that are most important to me in my life, I couldn't even talk about because for him they were not real. And most, a lot of stuff he talked about I had absolutely no interest in. So it was very difficult to kind of sustain that. And at the moment, I feel like I'm dealing with it best by just being on my own, because I can have a degree of contentment with that. And at least I'm not being with somebody and like resenting them for not being the way I want them to be, or judging them, or because that feels like... Um, so it's like when somebody comes along, I'm thinking, oh, maybe this could work. Maybe we've got this in common and that. But, oh, there's that I don't like and I really don't want to be with. Yeah. And I feel very bad for thinking like that. Like, you know, this spiritual part of me shouldn't judge people. I should be able to just accept however they are. So I'm kind of, I'm just struggling with all of that. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with it, really. Yeah, you and millions of others. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not alone. No, you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the idea of being in a relationship when you're not in a relationship. The mind will always tell you it's better to be in a relationship when you're not in a relationship. The conditioning is wicked. The conditioning is so, so strong, it should be illegal to, you know, to be able to infiltrate the human psyche to such an extent that like, you must be in a relationship in order to be happy. It's everywhere. Advertising to the moon, it's just everywhere. It's just everywhere, you know? It's just one way of living. It's just one way of living, that's all. But. If you want a way to like really, really, really bring up your stuff, that's a good reason to get into a relationship. <laughs> it's probably the only reason to get into a relationship. <laughs> that's what it'll do. And it really depends on, well, how hard do you want to work? Stay out of a relationship if you want to dictate your own pace. But if you really want to have stuff like churned up, 20... Two, seven, then a relationship is a way to do it. Because at this stage of the game, a relationship can only be about your spiritual path. It's not going to offer anything else. It's not like you want to have kids or, you, or you're under pressure to get married for some reason. Or Do you know all these other reasons that, that, that function in your 20s, your 30s or whatever? But when, when, when your spirituality is like, what's going on? The only thing that relationship is good for is for your spiritual growth. So all the other things that society says can, can, it can offer you, they can't. Because what all that's going on is your spiritual path. Mm. So there's these mixed messages. As though a relationship can give you something, security and everything. But you know that these things are just mind. You know. That they don't wash anymore. So you can't get them from a relationship. They're only temporary. You know they'll pass. You see, it's just mind teasing you, you know? 
and the affection is love for lovely for a while and and then after a while you can't stand the person touching you everything that's given to you is taken away so that you'll see it's empty it's empty it's empty it's empty but the trouble is the conditioning outside tells you something completely different about relationships it idealizes them and this is the pressure because that message becomes a total lie when spirituality is is the path you're walking So it's, it's about n n knowing that a relationship can't give you anything except a load of grief. That's what it's going to give you. And happy days. So if you're prepared to like, okay, I'm open to relationship because I will work at whatever pace the universe wants, wants to give it to me. In. Whatever pace, pace, pace the universe wants to give it to me, all right, bring it in the form of a lover. Okay, if you put that prayer out there, great. There's no other agenda in a relationship. You don't need them to do anything except to mirror your ego. That's a relationship that might be worth considering. Everything else will have fallen away by this time. <coughs> it can't deliver. It can only deliver to take it away. To deliver to show you it's not real. To deliver to show you it's hypnosis. The false security. It's going to blow itself up very quickly on all the other levels that, that are full of desires in your 20s and 30s. The landscape changes, you see, but the conditioning doesn't. The external conditioning. Does this make sense? Hmm. Well, yeah, kind of. So then, so, you know, I'm, at some point I may have a choice, and I guess I would go for whatever feels like the easier choice. Or, you know, why give myself a hard time? Life gives lots of hard times anyway. Why put myself in a situation that's... <laughs> Um, going to be difficult. So I might choose to just have friends. Yes. There's less um, emotional attachment or neediness or yes. you know, expectation. That's right, that's right. Because that conditioning doesn't run so much around friendship. It's looser. And then there can come a time where you're like, bring it on. Whatever I have to shift, bring it on. And an urgency kicks in. But either a, you know, be gentle on myself or an urgency. You don't even have a choice about that. You don't even have a choice about that. Whichever one needs to be honoured, you honour it. But if you feel like that that's where you're choosing from, but of course you're not. That's... That's the prerequisite to make you take the step of, step of being gentler with yourself. Something wants to just go at a gentler pace. Perfect. It might change. But there's still that, you know, that conditioning, that belief is still there. That's yes. Sort of, oh, maybe, you know. Yes. It could be lovely to be with yes. somebody. You know? That's purely the conditioning that comes every day through the TV. Every day through music. It's everywhere. You have to recognise it for what it is. You're buying what they're selling. They're selling the fantasy of the knight in shining armor and <coughs> happily ever after. And we tell it to our kids about Snow White and the Prince and then happily ever after. And it's a very strong message. But it's conditioning. It's not, there is no happy ever after. There isn't. But for some reason, something is hanging on as if, well, maybe, maybe that that there could be a happy ever after. And, and I feel confused about people who are in relationships who appear 
to not need very much from their partners mm. and can be just very accepting and because mm. they don't seem to be able to do that. Yes, yes, yes. So I don't understand how they've got there. Yes, but they're just learning in a different way. For you, a relationship is going to turbo boost your path. But for them, the relationship can be just about a support as they plod along and do their thing. The relationship is offering something else. But for you, no, it's, it's going to just turn up, churn up your stuff like nothing else. You're just wired a bit differently at this point. The way I see your system right now, you're wired like this. So in this previous relationship, the way it churned me up was made me feel like I wasn't real, like I wasn't, if I couldn't be me, then it was almost like I didn't exist. It, it was actually, I felt quite harmful. I, cu I couldn't get anywhere positive with that, other than not have that experience, because it wasn't, it wasn't beneficial to either of us in any way. Yeah. To have such huge differences. Yes. So at least I do feel I'm being all myself now. Yes. Yes. <coughs> it just feels a bit weird. Why does it feel weird? Um, because, yeah, still because it would be nice to um, be able to share who I am and, and my life with somebody else more intimately or more closely. That's the conditioning that's sold. Mm. That's the package that you've bought. It would be nice one day and it would be shitty the next day. But only the nice part is what's advertised. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the divorce statistics. It'll tell you something. And then a load of people who don't get divorced at all and just plod along. So it's kind of... We put ourselves under huge pressure by taking on that conditioning. It's very hard to throw it back, it's very strong. It's very strong. The pressure to be in a functioning relationship. It's like, well, show me, show me, show me where it works, you know, show me. <coughs> the marriage that I had, it worked. It, it totally worked. And then it was like, okay, it worked. And that's the end of it. That was the end of it. It's that's it. It's all over because it worked. And then dysfunctional, one dysfunctional, one dysfunctional, one dysfunctional, one. To churn up and to show the other side of it, you know. I learned much more from not being in my marriage than being in my marriage. That's for sure. They're all just experiences. So even when it works, there's a so what about it. <coughs> Do you know? Once you're on this path, you're not going to be left back in your laurels and, ah, this is lovely now. You know, you might get a weekend of that, you know? <laughs> it's like there's a fantasy there that you just need to crack it open a bit. A fantasy idea, <coughs> you know? So, what, you know, when that's there, when that longing is there, what's there to do with it? It's desire. It's, it's just desire. desire. It's, a, it's a desire for oneness, but in a specific kind of... Oh. 
but it wouldn't do because when there is oneness with a partner, it's still not the oneness that you're really looking for. So it would never be good enough. Right now it feels like it would be good enough, but it wouldn't be good enough. It will never be enough. No relationship will ever be enough. It can't be. It has to fall short. Otherwise, nobody would ever, ever move beyond the physical human experience. Everything would be resolved in the happy ever after. You see? So the neediness is, is needing yourself. It's needing to go home inside yourself. It's just that the conditioning says, you can root this through a lover. You can actually root this, route this through somebody. That's what the conditioning says. And it's like, that won't work. It'll work for a while, and there's a hypnosis. And there's a honeymoon phase. Comes and goes. Some relationships, in and out and in and out. And that's how it is. But the coming home, that longing... It cannot be satisfied by a partner. It can be numbed for a while. But the longing is for yourself. The longing comes from this belief in separation. That's what it's longing for. That's what you're needing is yourself. Yeah, I mean, I can do that for a while. I can meditate and it feels great. And then, it's, and then it becomes like, well, I'm bored now. I want to go and share with somebody. Yeah. That's Can't always be just with myself. Yes. Yes. So, when, when that desire comes up, then without, ju- just, just be pulled towards meeting another person. Don't put that, I wanted to share it. I'd love if there was intimacy in it. It should be with the lover. I should be able to have a relationship. I, don't do that to yourself. Because you're running all these stories. You're making the conditioning deeper now. And then, then you've got suffering. Then there's just suffering and loneliness. And it's awful. But let it be, okay, I recognize this. I'm not going into story, but I need to meet somebody now. I need to meet somebody. And call up a mate for a coffee or go for a hike with somebody. Whatever you do. But just that, the pull for human interaction. It's like mine says, okay, there's a movement towards human interaction. Okay, let's put the lover story on it and the intimacy. And I can't have a relationship. And and all this mountain goes on top. That's your mind running amok because you're prone to fantasy. Do you see? So leave it as, hold on, I recognize this. I recognize this. I I just need human interaction. That's all. And let there be human interaction. That reminds me of, uh, I have a friend in Bali, spending time in Bali 15 years ago. My friend's a very, very good psychic. I mean, ever, you know, got a very good reputation. And she said, I had a reading with her, and she said, this lifetime is not about relationships for yeah. you. Yeah. And I was very upset at the time. And I said, you know, I, I kind of argued with it and blah, blah, blah. And then three years ago, I was back in Bali and I had another reading with her. And I, I don't imagine she could possibly remember the lot of things she said to me last time. She said, this lifetime's not about relationships for you. And I said, great. <laughs> <laughs> but there had been a bit of suffering along the way between times. <laughs> this time you were able to hear it, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not that I wouldn't mind. I mean, a relationship could be nice, but uh, it's not a primary focus at yes. all. Yes. It's definitely... And sometimes it comes and catches, you know. Yes. I met somebody recently and it was just like this, oh, 
gosh, I mean, it was just self, you know, this, this love affair, you know? Yes. And it's so tempting to sort of jump on it and yes. make something of it, which is my habit. It is yeah. a habit I have. Rather than just, you know, enjoy this beautiful meeting and then just part. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes, let a relationship happen on the side, you know? <coughs> as soon as the relationship comes in the centre, there will be suffering. Yeah. It, it's just a thing that happens on the side, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like I want to join in on this because I've recently met somebody and it's been lovely and then it's kind of the reality's coming yes. right now. And I feel like I'm really on the edge of learning something about myself ah. by not wanting to step into the games, by trying to stay out. And the physical anxiety, which is reminiscent of very early stuff, that comes with that when I step in. And when I step back, and I can step back up at space, there is a calmer place for me to know something about myself. Yes. Uh, and um, I don't know your name, what you were saying Chris. about yeah, Chris from Helen. Um, I had a reading, and it's your life's all about relationships. <laughs> 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 Readings, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. And it was just like, yeah, but it's not peaceful ones, they're not harmonious ones, no, but I think the relationships. I'm, I'm leaning into the idea that the relationship is where I learn about myself. Really. And it's really nice to hear you kind of, <laughs> kind of support that. Yeah. So, uh, Forget the dream. Oh, forget the dream. You're just in cuckoo land. You're trying to hypnotize yourself. Mm. And you, you can't. If you're at satsang, you, they not, you know, you know, stuff isn't, it lacks substance. So you can be sure the fantasy about a perfect relationship, that has no substance at all. Mm. But I think, what you, and what I think is what you're saying, because I think my kid from a very young age has been very uh, bad, divorced parents, young, blah, blah, blah. So that's helped <laughs> not with the journey, but my way of dealing with it is to be able to pull back and try and get out of the relationship and not actually put myself into the relationship and stay. Okay. You know, and, mm. and, and see the other as different. Yes. So that's my journey at the moment, yes. to stay with who I am. Yes. And see the other. And see the other, yes. Mm. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, there's nothing like a lover to push your buttons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's and, and welcome it, welcome it. Yeah, I think that's what I'm. Welcome it. Yeah, yeah. Every every time yeah, you're like, good kid him, you know, <laughs> it's just like, hold on, hold on. This is my crap. Okay, come on, come on. Go go outside and just see what is going on here. What's going on inside you? It's never about the other person. Never about the other person. Never. <coughs> you know, it's a great tool for that. That's its greatest value, really. Hmm. I'm really glad I came today. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems to be a very rich topic at the moment, doesn't it? Relationships? Yeah. Okay, add your bit then. 
Fun. I'd do a bit then. Alright. <laughs> 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 so Sounded like an intro. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't I haven't had a reading. No, I don't want any readings. Um <clears throat> very wise. <laughs> Before I actually say anything about relationship, there was something that really, really made itself very clear to me last year. Um, uh, I mean, I've sort of been on this sort of satsang path since about 2008, when there was a big upheaval at home. Details not important, yeah. but rug from under your feet, couldn't possibly, oh my God. Um, and, uh, and last year it became, you were talking about the subject of desire. And I suppose that I was, I wasn't consciously inquiring into desire as such, but I was sort of looking at the things I thought I might desire of life, in life. And you know, when I finally came to that, that the crunch, I found that the only thing that I desired was exactly what you said, was just myself. Every other thing was just a shadow or an illusion trying to mimic that. Yes. And um, you know, that, at that moment, you know nothing in the world will satisfy. Yes. Nothing will satisfy. That's right. <clears throat> That's right. And I can remember perhaps some 12 years ago that had also began, begun to bubble up. Uh, and I remember that time, I, I did actually, for about two or three years, I kept in and out of depression, um, which finally passed, and then <coughs> with drugs, and then actually coming to this kind of thing, to sort of self-inquiry. Um, but what I was going to say uh, about, oh, well actually, uh, when you first come to that conclusion that nothing in the world was satisfied, whoop, you know. Yes. Um, but then later, once you sort of start to, to go deeper, which is where it takes you. Yes. Um, this seeing that it is such a blessing, it is such a gift. Yes. Which is incredible. Yes. Um, Getting back to the sort of more day-to-day -day relationship, which what I was going to talk about. I mean, I've been married for 24 years, um, and before then, I really thought that what I needed was a relationship. <laughs> Don't really, really that. Um, and it was fine at first. We had quite a bit in common, and uh, as I say, lots of things have happened in the interim. But as I look back at that relationship, particularly say in the last 10 years or so, I, can, I see how so often my husband's behaviour has been a reflection of what's been going on inside me, um, where I might not explode with anger all the time and, and confusion and everything else. It's actually, it's been there. And he's been an outer reflection of that. Um, I've even had this happen at work with a, with a work colleague when I, one day I was particularly sort of churned up about something, but I was at home and I was keeping it sort of in, and suddenly my colleague just totally exploded at me. Mm. And I went for a walk, I didn't say no, I just went for a walk, and when I, when I was wandering around the countryside nearby, I suddenly thought, oh my God, the way he was behaving was how I was feeling, and mm. it was just simply that, that reflection. Mm. My question though is this, and it, it isn't probably one that you can answer, or anyone else can answer. As I'm beginning to see or feel, perhaps feel is, is a better word, as it's coming more from feeling. I'm beginning to feel that in the, the relationship I'm in, things are just going round 
and round and round and round endlessly. And I wonder if there is a time when one says enough and decides to leave the relationship. Mm. I mean, obviously all sorts of fears come up then, as the lady here was saying, financial fears and all that kind of stuff, and the mind goes crazy. Or does one simply hang in there and just keep on round and round and round and round? Um, I can't talk to my husband in this way, mm. although he's, he's a good man. Sure. In a lot of ways, he's a kind man sure. in a lot of ways. Um, but I don't know. I, I really just do not know the answer. And the mind has been twiddling around a lot with that. So it's nice to come here today and uh, just kind of let it, let it go. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there is... I don't know whether it's a case of... It will make itself totally clear when the time is right. Life, or life in fact, will take a hand. Although I suspect life may have taken a hand five years ago and I tried to hang on to it. Um, but then, if it was the right time, perhaps even that wouldn't have <coughs> done sure. you see. So in a sense, at times, I, I feel like I need to do exactly what you were saying earlier, is simply to surrender to life. Um, and to, to, to be devoted to, to what has what has shown itself to me. Yes. In what has revealed itself to be what life is. Yes. There's, so really my questions are relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I always answer my own questions, probably business there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same with Gangaji. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it really seems at times that one needs to just let go and let life and that life will, will live itself through this. Yes. Without all this debate of should I do this, should I do that, and this will happen, that will happen, and this seems to just be all, yes. all fears and, and worries. Yes. Um, Imagine that it has control or that, that it can control. Exactly. I mean, I was shown about five years ago that I had absolutely no control over a particular situation. And in fact, the most scary thing about that was exactly that. It was the realisation that there was no control here mm. of what was happening. Mm-hmm. And that flung me deeper into this, up to Finhorn, over to Gangaji, mm. and then mm. yeah, just just let life live you, it yes. seems. Yes. And I seem to remember a quote from somewhere, I can't remember if it was Gangaji or if it was... I listened to many wonderful teachers and... Uh, but it was something like, let life live you, to resist is hell, and to surrender is sublime peace. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life is, is, is being lived through that form. It's not yes. even your life. It's not even your life. No, I'm beginning to see it. All. Well, maybe I'm not beginning to see it, but sure. it's, it's beginning to become, become more apparent. Yes. To become clearer. So. Yes. It's a great relief, isn't it? Yes. It's a great relief, yes. There are lots of ways of living with somebody whom you call your husband. 
let it evolve the way it's going to evolve. Yes. <coughs> He's someone who doesn't do friends and everything, so it's all... But who knows? Who knows what will happen tomorrow? Yes. Yes. <coughs> yes. You don't have to make a decision. Really, you don't. Thank you for that. That's, that's taking a lot of pressure off. Yeah, you don't. Been made for you. It'll rise up in your belly. And you know, in my heart, I know it will. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. Thank you very much. Martina, where are you at? I'm just, all those words just completely resonated there. Just let life just live through now and, you know, yeah. just be at peace with it, you know, stop. Yes. Stop this now. Yes. You know, it's no need for it. Yes. No, it's just resistance, really. Mm. It's just, it's like when, when the eye comes in, it's just so contracting. There's just a resistance to it, you know, mm. but, you know, allowing. All of it. Yeah. All of it. Something's working out beautifully. Yeah, I think that's that always shows itself actually that it is always working out just so beautifully. Yeah. And yes. and still uh, there you know, that I still this mind says, Oh no, you know, that you have got to do something and that you've got mm. to Yeah. Move it or whatever it is, but like even the struggle, I thought it was going to be such a struggle to get here. Mm. <laughs> you know? mm. And she just happened like that, mm. you know. But the mind made it a struggle for about a week, you know. Yes. You couldn't possibly afford it. You couldn't. Yes. You know what I mean? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? How are you going to come back and do this and that if you do this? Yes. You know that was all just. Yes. Head games. Head game stuff. Yeah. And still, I always knew I would be here. Yes. <laughs> and I was explaining to somebody that. When we embraced there earlier on, and you said it's been two years, I actually just at that moment was like, there was no time. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There was absolutely no time. Yeah. I actually was. I would have said to you, "What do you mean?" Yes. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. There was no time. Yes. So. Yeah. And it's, the Martina character worries a lot about time and you know getting things done and stuff like that. Yes. Was, yes. There was no time when we were pretty yeah. nice there. So. Yeah, yeah. What's she talking about? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 So just trust. Put the trust back in again. Yes. Really strong. Now. Yes. Yeah. And have a laugh at the Martina character doing her thing. Yeah. You know? Lighten up. Lighten up about her. Yeah. yeah exactly. She takes herself very seriously and life very seriously. That contracted state very seriously and it's like it's kind of a bit of a joke really with a bit of a distance do you know do you know yeah yeah because the of what you know there's no no problem with that it's it's the other part that has to just get looser just looser just loosen it so, just loosen it. Yeah, that actually, 
everything is so beautiful. Exactly where I am, it's so beautiful. It couldn't be any more beautiful. And I've just had this veil. Just yes. showing it in one day as misery or something. Yes, yes. But it's just, it's, it's really beautiful. Yes. And what in the name of Jesus are you complaining about? <laughs> Just, it, that's just resistance, you know. It was just resistance, you know, a contracted resistance, you know, to to, to what the, the perception of a subjective mom, wife, you know? just resistance to it. It's like it's there's, there's really only perfection, as you can see. The Martina character is going to be doing something anyway for as long as the body is alive, you know. It's going to be doing something. She might as well be having fun rather than the other stuff. Exactly. She can have fun rearing kids or she can have fun sitting in a cave in the Himalayas. I mean, you know, kids make you laugh more, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was explaining, Anna sat on the floor with, with Katie the other morning and she went into Lotus and she did the full-on position. I don't even do this myself, like, and she started to hum and she goes... That's what Mammy's going off to do now for the next couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> and Katie just started to laugh, like that satsang laugh that was just mad. Like it was just, she wow. just got into the absolute kicks of laughter. And, wow. you know, and this was just all playing out on my floor at home. Like, you know, <laughs> wow. You know, the five-year-old telling the one-year-old, that's what Mammy's going to do for the next yeah. couple of days. Like, you know, yeah. like it was just... Wonderful, you know, yeah, and lovely. And yeah, if I could just start to see that more, yes, rather than all the serious stuff that's yes, kind of been clouding, yes, that stuff, you know, yeah, <laughs> as long as she doesn't sit down in the middle of school and just say, that's what I'm going to do. Absolutely, of course. Everything goes now. Yeah. In Ireland, anyway. It does, yeah, it does, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't give a shit. Not at all. It's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, thanks for showing me that. <laughs> yeah, no worries. No worries. <coughs> sentence from that um, movie, What the Bleep Do You Know? Um, and it's the very first sentence um, spoken in the film. And it always struck me why nobody's remarked on it. I thought it was more, and it sort of hit me between the two eyes, mm -hmm. so to speak. That he says, how can we determine something to be real when the thing that's, that's determining it to be real is itself insubstantial? Yes, beautiful. Isn't that a, a great question? Yes. And it, it makes one back up and, and say, wait a minute, who is this person that's trying to understand, make sense of this? Because it's an entity that itself is a, is a created fiction 
and it's it's trying to determine the truth. So it's got a, it'll take it a long time to understand because itself is um, part part of the matrix. That's right. Yes. And it it doesn't seem like the does. It it could employ a lot of. I, I know there's lots of debates and it can go on a long time, but this is a never-ending process. Yes. And it doesn't go anywhere ultimately. That's right. And it, it's um, the only um, cure, if you call it, I don't know if there is a cure, maybe <laughs> there never doesn't need to be cured, is <laughs> to be quiet and silent. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, to say that, you know, what is being quiet and silent is part of the same thing as well. <laughs> So yes, it's another scene in the movie. It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. it, that, that's a, you know, to look at the story, but that's the same matrix trying to mm -hmm. understand its own fiction. That's right. Like. That's right. But uh, the, the great teachers have always spoken about there is a place of rest, you know. Yes. Se seek a place of rest. Yes. A place of repose for yourself, like in the Gospel of St. Thomas. Yes. Uh, there was a man carrying a lamb on his way to Judea. Mm -hmm. and, and Jesus asked them, why does he carry that lamb with him? He said, so that he may kill it on the way and eat it. He said, as long as the live lamb is alive, he cannot eat it. So seek yourself a place in repose, lest you become a corpse and be eaten, he says in reply. Mm. Well, it's, I mean, it's a bit of a mystery, but... Um, what he seemed to be saying was, you know, find a place of rest, otherwise you will be eaten, like the like the lamb. Mm. And um, there is this situation where the being tries to find a place of rest or a place of truth. Where where is where is truth? You know, and it cannot be founded through any dialogue, really. I mean, the mind can, we can point towards it, as it were. Yes. But uh, it, it, it has to be something that's discovered. Yes. That, that place of rest. Yes. That, that, uh, that, is, that is what is real. Yes. And it does seem that well, it, it's the missing link, really. The lost chord, and there's a, there's a, an inkling in the back of the mind that I mean it's this part of the same thing that this has to be found this missing link, and there isn't one because the link is this, itself it will be a manifest thing. Yes. So there's a bit of a mystery there. Could you say something about that? Why is that a mystery? It's a paradox. Is it a mystery? It's a, uh, it's, well, I, I don't think a mystery is a bad thing. No, it's not a, it's not a bad thing, but yeah. how, how is it a mystery for you? Is um, the, the sense of a human being, let's keep it at a distance, <laughs> a human being <coughs> can find an understanding and find a, I don't know, some, find the truth of everything, shall we say. But the human being 
seemingly can't find it because it, it itself is a problem. Yes. So it can, one can't reconcile that with, a, with the truth itself. Yes. And that it, that it can't be found in that way. Yes. So how can that be reconciled? Or can it be? <clears throat> can consciousness be aware of what it's not? It, that's almost what I'm asking. Yes. 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 And uh, the answer is in the uh, statement, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give you a concept, you say. <clears throat> All I can say is there's a place where there's no mystery. For absolute clarity is... where mind is in the position of not knowing. Yeah. Uh, could we say, that, does the self know anything? No, there's, no, it can't know something. Do, yeah. Can it be knowledge? There is a phase of where, where it is pure knowledge itself. Yes. Like pure beauty itself, yes. knowledge itself. Yes. Okay? It's like, it's like akin to the perceiving, that verb, like yeah. knowledge itself, essence of knowledge itself. Yeah. Yes, consciousness, we can go there. Prior? Prior to that. Prior to that, I, I expect if a desire arises in consciousness to know something, it implies mind or knowledge or something. But back here, there's nothing to be known. No, there's nothing to be known. And there is it, eternal peace. Say. Yeah, mind will, will put, could, that could put that on it. It's got no attribute <laughs> and no quality. It's got no attribute, so you cannot describe it in any way. No. Even the thousand names of Vishnu can't. Can't, won't go there. Yeah. Won't go there. So then it's, it, it could be said to be a mystery to the mind. Or it could, but the thing is that if a human being says it knows that, you know it's bullshit. Yes. So it cannot be named. Really. So it cannot be named yeah. at all. No name. Right. And to say it's a mystery is mind objectifying it. And I'm a bit yes. wary of pulling mystery I, into this I section. Yeah. It was like this morning calling it infinite space. Yes. And it may be nearer to the truth, but it's not the truth. No, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It's not the truth. Yeah. And Mystery will reduce it here. So there can't be mystery because it's reducing yeah, we can, it to an object. Mind can't look back there because it's, it doesn't have the range. It doesn't have the range. Yeah, yes, because it creates, mind is further down the line, way yes. down the line. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That makes it clear. Yeah. That's why there's no, do you see why there's no mystery? Yes, it can't have an attribute. No, it say. cannot. Uh, it can't have a colour, shape, uh, even like no. calling it Vishnu or Brahman or yeah. Atman or whatever. Yes. It, uh, they're just pointers. They're well. just, they must be only pointers. pointers yes. Must be. Yeah. And yet it is no, in a strange way it's no. Yes, in a way that's not conceptual. I mean, sometimes, I mean, I went to the dry cleaners one day and for a few minutes 
I looked round and everything seemed sort of, I won't say transparent, but it was known to be sort of a matrix, it was known to be a thing rather than a substance. Yes. And uh, rather like it is now, actually. Yes. And this is a subject I can't talk about normally because one would get laughed to scorn in, in ordinary places. For, for sure. And you know it's not, it's just a, a fabric. It's, you know, it's wafer thin. Yes. Transparent almost. Yes. And I couldn't possibly, I couldn't work out how somebody could imagine themselves to be embodied in a physical form in three-dimensional space. Yes. It seemed totally... Um, yeah. Impossible. Impossible, yes. To believe in separation. To yes. believe in that. Yes. To that extent that I am embodied in a three-dimensional form, in three-dimensional space, yeah. and I have a location yeah. and a name and all that. Yeah. And, and that lasted for a good five minutes. Yes. And then, of course, the uh, status quo uh, asserted itself, you know. Yes. Uh, again, which is fair enough. I mean, that's in the way of things. Yes. But... Uh, it it does it does um, that is known and that it's not, <coughs> say, in a situation like that it's known to be true. Yes. And it's not a knowing. It's it's not a knowing of the mind. That's right. It doesn't have a form. That's right. But the nearest one can get to it is a feeling, but a feeling doesn't go there either. But That's it's, right. It's an innate. I won't call it oneness because that's another concept. Yes. But it's, it's an innate unity, possibly. Yes. Yeah. And beyond. And beyond. And beyond that. Yes. But it has to be beyond. <coughs> yes, it has to be beyond yeah. because otherwise we're bringing it into this movie. Yeah, yeah. This is the 3D place of no substance. Yeah. This is the no substance. Yeah. You, see, you, you can't be on the screen yeah. and watching it at the same you time. You can't. Yeah. No. No, you can't. So, so whatever we talk about, no matter how profound the pointing is, it's still an interpretation from within the movie of something that cannot be interpreted. This is where we screw up. We imagine yes. it can be pointed to, and we imagine it can be interpreted, yeah. but that's such a friggin' joke. But it can take such a long time, you know, it can take a lot of, you know, uh, well, we're talking about time again, there's another thing, but it, it, a lot of, to use ordinary language, a lot of time can be wasted on that, you know, in, in terms of, to, to say it's a waste of time seems I crazy. Know. <laughs> I know. I have to use words. Yes, of course. But, but uh, <coughs> one can expend a lot of energy um, uh, uh, for a long time on what is unnecessary, you know. But that's like seems to be in the play anyway. It is in the play. Yeah. She wasn't at all unnecessary. It is, yeah. Unnecessary and necessary. Yeah. You know, simultaneously. And then you you've got so you've got this point. It seems to be like there's a point where it enters the creation and then it stretches past and future. That's right. Uh, and it Pop can be thousands of miles um, thousands of years ago. Yes. And makes a reality out of that. And it's yeah. just a few words. Yes. And the same with the future. Yes. And uh, to worry about my future is like um, a whole... Um, it's like writing a, a novel, a fiction, like a Daniel Steele novel. Yes. You're, you're into the story again. Yes. Yeah. Completely into story. Yeah. 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 
it's kind of frightening that it's actually plausible. It you know, is, but that it has the capacity to be believed. It's like, how come? Yes. How how can how can it fall for its own lies? How? That's what's fantastic. You know? Like there was somebody shot in France. There was a family that was shot mm. in, a, in a lay-by. Yeah. And the man that discovered the bodies, he he, he there was saw bullet holes in their head and blood everywhere. You know. And he said he couldn't believe what was happening. He said it was like being in a movie. Uh. He says the only thing is he couldn't press the off button <laughs> to switch it off. Yes. Because he was, in, he was living in this nightmare. Yes. And it, but he couldn't press the off button. Gosh. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it can be like that with this movie as well. Yes. You're, you're in it and you can't press the off button. Yes. The off button is knowing that you're not in it. Yes. Yes. <coughs> That's the funny twist to it. It's the only off button. And sometimes when something uh, uh, emergency is happening or something very dangerous, you actually know it in that moment. Yes. That you're not in the movie. Yes. Something, a higher sensitivity seems to come in, like yes. you're falling off a wall or falling off a ladder. Yes. And on the way down, you know the whole yes. thing is not, you're not in it. Yes. But you know the body's in it. Yes, the body's in it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a tutor of mine said, you know, it, you know, it's about the understanding of it. He says, well, it can take a long time, he says, but on the other hand, it, it doesn't take a lot, a long time. Yes. <laughs> it may seem to be a long time. Yes. But, but uh, uh, it can be instantaneous. Yes, of course. Of course it's instant all the time. It's yeah. just something is more entertained by the world. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I think we fool ourselves a great deal. I think, no, I need to find out a bit more about we need to. We want to know more. It seems a great trap. Mm -hmm. We need to, we want to know more most of the time. Mm -hmm. And it's a great trap because um, it's the lure into, oh, that's fine, but I need to understand this. I need to know mm. a bit more about it. And then you're back into the story again. Mm. And one doesn't always remember to come out of it. Mm -hmm. you know, it, can get, get, mm -hmm. it can get very heavy and mm -hmm. dark there sometimes. Mm. Don't go into it at all. What would you be doing going into it? Exactly. Absolutely. Such a waste of energy. Absolutely. There's nothing to be gained. The entertainment is insubstantial. It's way for thin. Ah! Yeah. It's like the entertainment of, you know, playing with a dinky car. It's like... Might do it for a few minutes if there's a kid to play with me, but I really won't play with a dinky car on my own. Do, do you know? Mm. It's like that. It's like, yeah. what's the point? And get into this, this, this Maya, this stuff that's so insubstantial of no nothing. No, it's, it takes way too many beliefs. Way, it's way, it's way too much effort. It's a heavy weight to carry. It is. Shakespeare talks about it in Midsummer Night's Dream, you know, this insubstantial pageant disappears into thin, thin air. Hmm. And nothing is lost. And or nothing is gained. And nothing is gained. No, nothing is gained either. But mind is wired for duality, so it only imagines there must be something lost or something gained, you see. That's its only way of going there. And it comes back, you know, 
again and again. Let's have another look at this. Yeah. And of course, <coughs> the trick seems is to let it, if it must, let it play, but yes. not, not, to, not to buy it. Yes. Look at the movie, but don't take it home. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And for many, there has to be a period of time where they're detached from the movie. Mm. And then they can see it's a movie. Yes. But, but Western society doesn't allow for this. Because we've got kids, there's life to be lived, no? There's so much pressure. There's so much pressure to like... And speed. Yeah, and to detach from the movie while, yeah. while you appear to be playing in the movie, you know? It's, it's, it's trickier times now. And the younger people have even more pressure because there's so many things. You know, they're playing their computers, they're listening to music and trying to work at the same time and then trying to make a phone call at the same time. And it's all scattered, you know? It's, yes. I'm not saying... It's better or worse, but it, uh, it seems yes. those conditions yes. are not, not conducive. Yes. But on the flip side, there, there is something that's, you know, making this information more accessible, that there's more support yes. for it. There's a counterbalance to this it also. This is true. This is true. There's a counterbalance yeah. also. If the thirst is there, there's some place to go with it, unlike yes. 30 it years ago. Yes, it makes the information available. Yeah. Freedom exists in the movie, not in the escape. This our friend here was speaking away yes. from the movie. Um, yes. Because um, um, this one, this being likes to write. It's it's a time when there's an experience of that total freedom, where you just feel the words yes. coming through your instrument. Yes. And if that gift wasn't in this instrument, yeah. I don't think there would have been that experience of total freedom. Yes. Where you just you you're just not there yes. you don't know where the words come yes. from. What comes out is a delight and a total yes. surprise. Yes. And I've read so many accounts of that. Yes. You know. Um, yes. And so you 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 need you need the reflection if the creation is a reflection yes. of this grand truth. Yes. It, you seem the reflection seems useful to see or be because we're in the human embodiment. Why is the reflection useful to be? What role does the reflection have? What role? Yeah. Um, it it shows um, <coughs> it shows something greater than what's experienced in me every day. So let's say your art form was music and not writing. Yes. And when music is played, it's in the moment. Yes. So you don't have a product to reflect or validate Correct. Yes. an experience. Yes, Would it's some... only in the moment that the experience is known. Yeah, it's like it's in, in, in creating art. That's, yeah. the, that's art. Is, 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 it's the act of creating. Yeah, the art is, 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 is what's living. It's not the left on the page. It was no. the actual movement 
That's right. The that's creating what he's, of the words, it's more important than the product. So that's when you're gone, mind. you know. That's yeah. when you're gone. That's what the joy is. That's what the pull is. Because the art takes over. Yeah. But mind will use the finished product to be, to validate something, to bring it yeah. back into the experiential realm. Right. <coughs> For that reason, I would say that music would be the, f the purest art form in this yeah. context yeah, because you've no end product because it's gone yeah you're playing and it's gone yeah so it isn't the it isn't what's delivered it's not what's delivered it's the act of delivery it is because because then d d there's a, a natural thing there and the eye is out of the way yeah. otherwise you're going to write garbage as you know yeah yeah that's it's like in the moment of realizing as soon as the realization that you realized appears, the realization's over mm. because you mm. you've put words and identified with it. Mm. And it's exactly that with art. Mm. You get attached. Attachment to what comes you in were create, to what you created, which is of no significance. None at all. The world may enjoy it, just yes. like. We enjoy the creation and all its yes. delights. Yes. But the important the importance was in the delivery. It is, yes. For for our purposes, yes. Mm. Yeah. Because attachment comes into the and judgment and all the rest of it. And then is there art if there's no audience, you know? Yeah. Wow, there sure is, you know. Yeah. That that's the untainted art. That's before it's come into the density of ownership and attachment. Yeah. Just for this lady here, something is just cruising. When when you were saying that yourself and your husband, it's like you're going around and around and around. That's a microcosm of what creation is. Really nothing is happening. It's just going around and around and around. You, you, you know? It's, it's a micro of what's happening at a macro level. If you can see it like that, it's got something to teach you. Oh yeah, it's time. Are you alright? <laughs> <laughs>